Alright, so we're back with another episode of the Young Black Suburbans. I'm here with a very special guest, Jimmy Valez, and his sound engineer, uh, Gabe Rivera. And uh, they're from Rotated Views Podcast. It's such a pleasure to have you on. Um, they've had me on their podcast twice now. And I'm not having you guys on there because I oh, on here because I owe you anything. <laughs> I genuinely like your guys' movement and what you're doing sure. um, in the Bristol community and, and much farther. Absolutely. Uh, how you guys doing? Good, yeah, man. Good. We're super excited to be here. Happy as uh, hell that you invited us. Um, and uh, yeah, we're stoked, man. Yeah, we have a long, ongoing uh, relationship with you guys. Yeah. Uh, outside of the podcast, I don't know if you remember, but we also shot a uh, one of our motivational. Oh yeah, uh, yeah audio yeah, clips yeah. here. Uh, we featured your, you and your gym. Right. Uh, so yeah, man. Uh, yeah, long, feel... ongoing relationship. Yeah, man. We yeah. Appreciate. It. I appreciate Positive that. Positive vibes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So let's just get right into uh, things about how you guys came to be, but. The way that you came to be is that you were born in, around here, I guess. Yes. You've been here your whole life? Yeah. So uh, so I've been here since 87, 1987. Uh, I actually originally from uh, the Delaware County area. Okay. Uh, and then my parents moved to the township and then to the borough. But yeah, I graduated high school in Bristol Borough in 2003 um, and then went to Temple University. So it was Philly guy. And that's where... Okay, you met at school. Yeah. All right. And uh, what was your major? So I majored in health information management. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. That sounds like, no offense yeah. to you, that sounds like something they give to football players <laughs> so they can make it through college. What, what, what does. It's actually intense, but no. So, it? all right. So, how I started off was I was, I started off in PT. So, I want to be a physical therapist. Um, and then I kind of switched gears, I think, right at sophomore year. But what I wanted to do was I still wanted to stay in healthcare, but I, did, I realized very quickly I didn't want to do direct patient care. Okay. Uh, so I kind of talked to a counselor, like, you know, what can I do? How can I still, you know, not, those previous two years not be a total wash? Um, she's like, all right, well, there's health information management. So it's on the back end. Basically, it's medical records. Right, right, right. Uh, so we're dealing with medical records, but all the legality stuff, you know, medical billing, all that all that. Uh, good stuff. So then that's when I transferred over uh, and our classes were actually in um, the kinesiology building right, right around the... Yeah, because where my... Because I work for the primary care clinic over at Temple. Okay. And I did the medical records for there. And so his program was in the same building. Yeah. So they, I guess, asked them to do a special program because we were switching over some of the charts or something like that. We needed help with some of the students, and then he, him, and the group, were, like a few other um, students, were helped us kind of transition some of our, our information and stuff, like for the charts and stuff. Like I got you. So Gabe was like my boss at one right, point. Right, right. You know what I mean? But were you guys in school at the same time? Yeah, right. I was I was taking school part time because I was a full time employee there at the time. Okay. But I also was taking classes part time. All right, and your major was? I was. I mean, I I I went to school for electrical engineering. Okay, cool. And now, somehow, yeah. you guys make it this far yeah. Yeah. Uh, in your friendship. How many years ago was that? So, well, hey, I'm 2006. So 2006. 2006. Summer of 2006. So. All right. So we're going on, what? Uh, 15 years? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot of 15 years. 15 years. Coming up on 15 um, years. So, um, yeah. So right out of uh, college, obviously, during my senior year, we did some business together, uh, which was a like, home-based business. Yeah. And that's where we 
turned on everything from the motivational stuff. That's where all the inspiring stuff yeah. comes mm -hmm. from. Um, and then obviously our relationship built from there. Yeah. Um, and then here we are, 15 yeah. years later. Yes, right. <laughs> it never stopped. It never stopped. And so, there's more, more of you. Uh, yeah. You know, you guys come to the the gym with a nice team, yeah. and you guys put things together. How did the idea of actually being uh, podcasters uh, come about? So, Gabe, you wanna? So it was, it was always it was kind of like an ongoing conversation we had like periodically, mm -hmm. and it was right after you he did um, the first version of his motivation um, mixtape. Okay. That he was finishing up with an outside group outside of all of us. Mm -hmm. And he actually, like, at the end of the day, we, that's when we really started hardcore talking about it. Like, we always hung out, like, his house and stuff like that, too. It was like, and we always had, like, him and his brothers, us, obviously, all of us included, we always had, like, the conversations and stuff. And we always thought of, like, oh, maybe we should capture this one day, whatever. And then right. me and him had periodic conversations just about actually doing the recording, how do we, we do podcasting, the stuff to that effect. But it was like I said, after we finished, after he finally finalized his the first version of the mixtape, mm -hmm. me and him actually started hardcore talking. It was like it was like the fall, whatever, like towards the end, of, like the wintertime ish, whatever that was. Twenty fifteen, yeah, uh, tw yeah, leading into twenty sixteen is when we started. It wasn't twenty four into well, either way. So you guys are five years in. So we five literally pa in. just passed our five year mark. Nice. So yeah. like in the beginning there, so that's when we started hardcore talking, and we actually got the equipment, and then. March of 2015? Yeah. No, 16. 16. 16. March 2016, we actually started actually doing testing, recordings, and stuff too, and then we kind of just like, it's been rolling ever since. But here's the thing though. So the funny part about that story is we we legit thought, I don't know where, I don't know if we were, we were smoking cigars, always smoking cigars around a fire pit, and you know, having a couple beers, whatever. Mm -hmm. And we're like, man, these conversations are good. They should be recorded. And right. I don't know if it was us just being like funny, but at the same time, it, I, I recorded a, that motivational mixtape that he was referring to, the motivation files. My confidence went up because I realized how little equipment you need. Not that it's cheap. Right. And no. not that it's easy. Right. It was just doable. Right. And I, yep. but, but my, my belief system started going up. Like, you know what? I think we could pull this off. That's when I went to him. Yep. I'm like, you know, we always talk about this podcast, right? I'm like, right. Uh, we need to do a, a serious dive into, uh, you know, the equipment and stuff because yep. I think we got this. Yeah. That's what built the confidence. And then from there, <laughs> we, we went to, I think it was my home office, yeah. and we recorded our first show right. with no but no itinerary, nothing. <laughs> nothing, right? We thought in our minds that just like we were, you know, smoking cigars and having yeah, a that drinks, it would just the natural, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It would just well, come out. It was. Yeah. We never put into account that someone's gonna hit play or hit record. <laughs> we never put into the account that right. we were probably already like you know buzzing with the conversation, and then we realized it was good. Right. It, it took us two hours to get into yes. a feel good conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when someone says on demand, you got to start talking and whatever. All of a yeah. sudden, we all froze and we all puckered. And uh, <laughs> people don't understand what goes into right. it. You know, no, um, a lot of it is stuff that makes you tired. <laughs> um, and you're like, man, I got to do this. You know, yeah. um, and you guys were doing it early on in the podcast spectrum. Yeah. Uh, nowadays, especially since we all had to be inside during COVID and, yeah. and all that, podcasts have exploded. That's how yes. I feel. Yeah. Um, we're on mine right now, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> which was because I was at home watching Joe Rogan, Gary mm -hmm. V, uh, Drink Champs, and I'm like, I gotta, I gotta do this too. Yeah. Um, and I've been on yours. Yeah. Uh, 
early on though who was the where did you get the motivation who did you look up to like i just mentioned three podcasts that i got inspiration from where was your inspiration my most basic inspiration and uh uh actually me and jordan we were just talking about this was bill burr bill burr's podcast i think it's been like 10 maybe 15 years he's been doing right so it was bill burr listening to him and he would basically talk to himself with a laptop, maybe a microphone, and possibly two other items yeah. of technology. That's and odd. he made it that, seem so Sorry simple. for cutting yeah. you off, but you guys are two different spectrums, I feel like. Yeah. I see Bill Burr's uh, podcast, and I try to avoid it because I know his <laughs> language is, <Yes>. <laughs> is intense. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so it was... Um, I landed a couple gigs uh, right out of college that required about an hour driving. And so instead of listening to the radio or my, I had like an older car, I wasn't really picking up like the tunes that I needed to. It was like super staticky. I would just end up like on my phone going to iTunes or YouTube and just listen to audio, but uh, listen to podcasts. So mm-hmm. that's how I got, uh, and it was more for comedy. It wasn't even necessarily like he's doing a podcast. I want to listen to his podcast. It was I wanted to listen to yeah, his comedy, to and then yes, yeah. and then it turned into holy smokes, this guy's recording himself, and he kept yeah. talking about uh, that it was his own doing. And I was like, wait a second, I can do this. Number one, number two, I have material. It's not his material for yeah. sure, right. but I know I have something to say. We all, I feel like, obviously yeah. have a story to tell, and so that's what you know. I mean, like I used to listen to like informational podcasts. Like I like, like I'm big into like games and stuff too. So I like here I like to listen. To, usually it was like oh they they talk about the news and stuff like that too. But I also listened to ones that were like just conversational. Yeah. Like everybody would bring a topic and they were just kind of like riff off each other for like a short period of time. So it's like that's what we kind of like. Oh, we can do like a conversational one where we, you know we'll figure out. Well, we had to figure out eventually get a topic, but <laughs> right. Um, but we figured oh we can like go in there and like you know. Well, somebody will bring something to the to the table, and then we're we're riff off of there. <laughs> right, you'll build off. Initially, of that. it didn't quite work that that well. But, I mean, we got to that point eventually. Right. But, but I was like, I I had an idea of like how at least a podcast yeah. functions, so I at least knew I would figure out the audio part of that, and then you know we're right. go from there. You know, he can and, post it and everything. Super funny. And Gabe, like, because I want to talk about it because you guys don't come in and just do a podcast. You, we'll, we'll talk about that. Sure, but. Right now, in the time that we're living in, uh, you have Apple Music, Spotify, yeah. YouTube. When you guys were doing this, where were you going to to find where these podcasts were coming from? Uh, were you going to those same channels? Were they still around? Or were they were they doing it? Because Spotify has just started giving deals out. Yeah, because even like, I think when we first tried to submit for the podcast, Spotify wasn't even, at least it wasn't. You could get into it, but it was it was a hard way to go to actually even like be accepted into that. Like I think you had to have some kind of weird connection, like in right. the back end. Yeah, have a blue check or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Essentially, you had to somebody had to get you in for the most part. Right. I mean, obviously Google and um, Apple those are fairly easy because you know they get submissions all the time, and as long right. as you mark everything properly and like the was it the icon the stuff that's at the proper shape and everything, they generally uh, um, submit you through. So it was like you got to wait the processing process. And most of the other ones are kind of similar, like most of the smaller ones. The only ones is like, is like I don't know if Pandora has it, but Spotify, those are like more harder. But now they're 
they yeah. eased up in terms of regulation, in terms of like what they allow in there, because it's a little easier to get right. there. As long as you have something established already, you can kind of submit it, and it'll kind of it's an easier track to go. So you found uh, Bill Burr uh, through Google, or yeah. So uh, actually, Bill Burr. So how we found how I found Bill Burr. He's gonna love us now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right? that's ten Bill Bill Burr's eleven now. <laughs> so he he was someone that uh, his comedy. He was in movies that I've already had seen previously so it was more of i heard through the grapevine or something like that um that he had his own podcast so i was like oh my gosh uh driving in the morning can sometimes yep. sitting in traffic can yeah, be, yeah, yeah you know yeah. so i need a laugh i, I want to start my day off doing you know obviously positive so um if i wasn't listening to something motivational it was someone like bill burr but that's how yeah i had i actually had i have vhs stuff of stand-up uh, of Bill Burr, yeah, so yeah, yeah. I had him for you know for years, and he's been doing it for you know since the late '80s, early '90s. So, mm -hmm. um, anyway, so long story short, that's how you know the Bill Burr thing came. In. Not that I only listened to him, but yeah. that's how it all started for me. And to be honest with you, it made it believable. Um, and thank God that we were confident yeah. right. <laughs> enough yeah. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. our first show was a complete disaster. Well, everyone yeah. says that. Oh though. my everyone, gosh, straight yeah, trash. You, you don't know what you're doing at that point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless you bring in the next but our writer, but like all of us, we didn't know what the right. we were doing in terms of actually sitting down and recording something. Yeah. yeah. It's funny that you say that because I have to admit something. Um, my first show was for Fox Sports. Oh well. Um, yeah. yeah. So they they uh, got me to do a show uh, called In the Gym. Okay. Uh, and it's funny because the first like uh, I guess advertisement, I guess like you could say the marketing thing that I did for it. I'm trying to be like Jimmy over here. Yeah. You know, I'm over because he's really good at the promos. Sure, you know, yeah. so he knows how to. Let everybody know what's going on, mm -hmm. when it's going on, how it's going on, and I'm there, and I couldn't do it like him. Yeah, no. <laughs> I, I, I tried it once, and that was it. <laughs> Even to this day, like he'll, he'll throw it to me sometimes, and I'm like, I fumble everything. Yeah. So we just talked about the five year thing, right? Right. So we did our five year anniversary show uh, last week or whatever, and so I'm like, oh, switch things up, Gabe. You do the intro. Well, it threw him the hell. Yeah, he couldn't do it. We were cracking up for like yeah. five minutes straight. It was so funny. I'm I like, you've heard me for five. Years saying yeah. the exact same things. But it's, I know. it's easy to listen to it, but it's harder to like it's actually hard, yeah, take exactly. it in and, and re or, you know give it back out. Exactly, and it made me realize like there's gonna only be one Jimmy. I got to do my own thing. Right, sure, right. you know, Gabe, you got to do your own thing. Absolutely. Um, and you guys do it well. You come to the gym, but that's not the first time that I talked to you before we did the podcast. Right. Mm. You guys. Uh, first of all, it was through your cousin Jessica Diaz. I feel right. like she's the one who said, "Oh, do you want to be on your my cousin's podcast?" Yeah. And I was like, "Yeah, sure." Um, and at that time, I'll admit, like, "Oh yeah, I'll be on a podcast." I've done interviews, like I've been on Gerardo before, right. you yeah. know. Right. Right. I, yeah, so it's like a podcast. Sure, I, I had no idea what we were going to be doing <laughs> yeah. or anything, and we're talking. This is only three years ago, something yeah. like that, yeah. um, where you guys were already two years in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but you guys make sure that the view or not the viewer, the guest knows what the itinerary is, what mm. you're going to talk about. You guys put a lot of thought into the actual show. Mm. Um, Let's let the viewers know what that process is like for you guys, because it's not just you making the decisions. It's not just you. You yeah. guys got a team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, um, initially, we learned really quick that we had to have some level of organization, yeah. um, and we had some order. To yeah. be honest with you, yeah. Uh, and I think it was all self 
taught, really. Uh, basically, we had to follow a schedule. We first started – our first organized thing that we did was say – Let's record on the same day every week, yeah. once a week. So we had that yes. figured out yeah. because when we were first starting out, there was only 250 – I'm saying only because now there's millions, 250,000 yeah. podcasts. And we – one of the first things that we did were looking up um, what are the most successful podcasts, podcasts and podcasters sure. do to maintain their level of success. Yeah. One of them was they, they shot more than 10 episodes – um, and well, they, uh, they, fought, they made it past like 10 episodes. Or they made it past 10 episodes, right? Okay, I'm there. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So once you go past, you've beat, I guess it's like 95% people who enter and it was like, oh, I want to do a podcast. They never get past 10 episodes. Mm. So we promise yeah. each other, all right, let's at least do 10 podcasts. Right. And then if it turns into absolutely nothing, we'll be satisfied. Yeah. At right, least right. we could say we did it, we tried. Because yeah. I think we're there were at least 10 with yeah, the group. Like we had obviously five of us there, but like, we say like me and him will figure out like if everybody wants to come for at least those seven episodes we're figure out from there and then going beyond that me and him would have a conversation and figure out what's happening from right on yeah and then the other thing was they they said to have a niche or a niche niche whoever you want to say it. uh and so we're like all right we got to pick some like family friendly that was our goal yeah. anyway something family friendly uplifting you know and so we did and then we're like we're not doing politics yeah. so <laughs> that was and that was pretty much our only requirement yeah, yeah. for us anyway yeah. um and then sure Quickly, we were, again, we realized that we can't just sit around at a table and start talking. Yeah. We weren't that talented. Yeah. We weren't that good. Uh, maybe now we can probably do that. Yeah, you definitely um, can. Yeah. yeah. And then, but. You're doing it now. Yeah. <laughs> you got any questions for me? <laughs> I'm taking a Uber. No. That's, you know, and, and I'm pretty sure you know as an yeah. interviewer, you want the guest to take yes. over. Yes, absolutely. You want a lot of information from them. Uh, and. You guys are, you know, you're doing great. Uh, I had, so I started another podcast that I do uh, guest co-host sometimes and I come in and I do an analysis on mm -hmm. it because it's pre-recorded and it's all going to be uh, put out like Netflix does. So you'll okay. be able to see every episode. Oh, nice. You can binge watch it or whatever. Yeah, nice. um, it's called Young Blonde Suburban mm -hmm. um, where uh, me and Kate Files, which is a lawyer who I do a lot of business with. Um, we share the same views politically okay. and ideally, mm -hmm. um, but it's from a blonde white woman's perspective, which a lot of people don't realize that they might have the same views as a young black suburban. Sure. So it works well. But I was, she was, we have these meetings and stuff. So I was, she asked me who's going to be my guest on the podcast this week and I'm saying uh, Rotated Views she's like oh I know Rotated Views wow. uh, yeah <laughs> have a good show you know and everything nice. so you guys are having reach you know you're, yeah. you're doing exactly what you set out to do um, I'm introduced I, I, I will admit I didn't think that she would know who it was but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sure. how does that feel for you yeah no that feels awesome um, I think I think one of the first things uh, that threw me off was that Wow, someone's actually listening to sure. our podcast. That yeah. was like one of the first things. Um, and me and my brother, we're at a cookout and we're in line just getting, you know, doing the whole buffet thing. And my aunt's sit, standing right next to me. She's like, you have a heck of a show. I really like it. I'm like, a what? She's like, a show, You're, the, the podcast. I listen to it. I'm like, you listen to it? Yeah. What's amazing about the podcast um, is you don't necessarily get feedback directly, right? So yeah. we're always looking for views comments yeah, exactly. you know messages subscribers. Inboxes, subscribers you're looking for all that stuff however there's the there's like that that it's like the invisible crowd that's listening like you don't the even anonymous majority mm -hmm. yeah that you don't know that they are so right. it's a great feeling it's awesome yeah because mm -hmm. even like one of my other 
best friends was like she one time told me it's like oh i like listening to it and like never tempted me ever yeah, yeah, yeah she's like i felt weird saying it to you i'm like meanwhile he was gonna quit okay i'll stick around for another episode you know <laughs> <laughs> i totally you know that, that and and i can relate to that a lot um you know some people come in oh i listened to the episode with you and your dad i, I never really knew that about you guys mm, or yeah. you know you get those little gems and it, and it gives you that little extra boost some days i'm like man i gotta shoot the podcast today i don't yeah. know if, but i have that drive in me that i'm like Yo, i gotta get it done anyway viewers mm. i love you guys don't think don't, it has nothing to do with you i just got a lot going on how do you guys find that drive to keep it going especially dealing with a team i know that that yeah dynamic has to be uh a little bit extra <laughs> it was well when we first started out like i said we were at my house yeah um and then it became it was stressful right i mean i have to talk to my you know my wife every every time yeah. like oh the guys are coming she's like who's trekking through we had to you have to walk through our living room just yeah. to get to the you know the back room or whatever yeah. um and it, it, it becomes a lot and everyone else has lives of their own yeah your wife probably thinks you're playing video games right or something. Yeah, you know this is just uh, for fun <laughs> and yeah. so it became it became one of those things that almost like a habit yep. you know it's like i go to the gym every morning like that's a habit like you mm -hmm. create that and the podcast is just something now that we do uh on a on a weekly just, basis now right. it's just, now it's part of life like it's it's and and now that we've we transitioned into majority like we do guests and stuff too that becomes another like more emotion to see like what other yeah. stories are to kind of you know the point of our views was to get outside yeah. perspectives and that gives us a natural, you know, outside of the main group that's been there, that initially was there for what, a year and a half, two years yeah. by ourselves for the most part, getting at the outside perspective is the point of it. And that, that gives an extra drive of, you know, hearing somebody else's story beyond yeah, ourselves. Definitely. And you've taken the angle um, to not be negative, yeah. to be uh, positive, to empower people yeah. and uh, motivate them. Um, where I, I keep asking you where, because <laughs> really my podcast, mm. I talk about whatever you want to talk about. Sure. You know, you want to talk about politics. Let's go. Mm. You want to talk about bacon, <laughs> something. You know, I, I I touch it. You know, one one guy that I had on here was a boxing promoter. He talked about uh. Ha he had domestic abuse on his wife and mm. went to jail and how he's handling it after he came out of jail. Like wow. we, we talk about everything. Yeah. Um, what is the reason, not the reason everybody knows motive. We want to be positive people, sure. but what gave you that drive, that angle? Yeah. No, help me sure. out, Jimmy. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the whole thing behind it was, I truly do believe if you're watching any level of, or listening to, uh, whether it's radio or you know the news, we're inundated with negativity at all times, and I think naturally the human mind kind of because you know we live in a the reality is sometimes life doesn't happen the way you want it to, right? Uh, or a lot of times, mm -hmm. it just depends on you know what a uh, what section of life you're in. Um, and so instead of adding to more negativity, I'm like, well, let's be the reverse, right? And in a not cheesy way, right? Mm -hmm. Because you have. Um, you, and and non-aggressive in a sense where we don't need to be, you know, every other word needs to be a cuss or yeah. whatever. You have those people. There's nothing wrong with that. I yeah, think yeah. They, they, there's, a, they're, you know, like the Gary V's of the world. Oh, yeah. You need them, right? Yeah. But so I'm like, why, like you said, 
you're, you know, the way I promote or the way I talk, I'm like, why, why would I want to be like that? I'm, yeah. I'm my own person. Exactly. I'm going to do it the way I need to do it. So it was more that approach where we're kind of family oriented. I was- And then, that was day one? Yeah. Because I was, like I said, I was listening to podcasts on my way into work. Now, on my way home from work, I had to pick my son up from school. I could not listen to those podcasts that I wanted to because yeah. where I left off was so funny and it was great. Yeah. But they're cursing up a storm. Yeah, exactly. That's what made me realize my kid was in the car with me. And I said, nah, if we do something, I want to be family friendly. The husband, the wife, the kid, no one's embarrassed of what the topics are being discussed or mm-hmm. anything like that. Yeah, it's going to be real life. Or cringing what might or be cringing said. or scared yeah, yeah, yeah. of what's going to be said next. Yeah. So that was the reason why um, it kind of naturally happened that way. Um, and then I was already doing the motivational stuff. Like I said, when right. we first started our business, mm. home-based business, it was based off self-development. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so you had to read so many books a month, so many books a year. And so we were already in that mindset of uh, positivity. Self-development. Right. Right. Yeah. right. So that was that's really the whole and thing behind it. That kind of uh, started your first project with the mixtapes. Yes. How did coming up with mixtape uh, like people don't know uh, I spit some mad bars yeah, <laughs> I, like I got I got about like 17 songs recorded myself wow. um, but it was all for kind of a therapy thing it's not really sure. for me to push it out there yeah. um, what made you and I was a part of one uh, say look I'm gonna put this motivational mixtape together how does that yeah happen? so I was um, uh, going to the gym regularly right. and uh, going to the gym uh, again, sometimes you wake up super amped up, mm. feeling good, feeling ready to rock and roll. Some days you don't. And on the days that I don't, I, I didn't, I realized that I was, found myself listening to the Gary V's of the world just yelling all in my face. I'm like, yeah, 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 that's what I need right now. Well, one day I came home, I was driving home from uh, from the gym hyped up. Like I had the work out of my life. You know how that feeling, you're just elated. You're like, you feel good, you look good. Everything's like lined up. And I left a video or an audio message to my brothers. I recorded on audio and then texted to them, like, you know, texted the file over to them. And I was like, let's go. I'm fired up. Come on, boys. You better be going to the gym today or whatever. You're about to have the best day ever. So they they got it. They received it. And like, I'm not going to lie. That hyped me up. <laughs> and so yeah, I'm like, wait a minute. So then I did it again, probably like a week or two later and mm-hmm. sent it to like another friend, just, mm-hmm. you know, naturally, just not and thinking anything of it. And then um, obviously I listen to, we listen to a lot of variety of music, but one of the genres I listen to when I'm working out is hip hop. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's just like a nice hard beat going and some dude's talking crazy. What a combo. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I can do that. Right. I can definitely do that. So I'm just letting it rip and then there's music in the background and that's how it came yeah. you know, came to be. And mm. and the one that uh we did, it was uh oh what's it called? The motivation Files Unleashed. Uh, yeah, un- Unleashed, but the specific track. Um I, I can't uh, you're you're embarrassing me right now. <laughs> but it, it was try harder. Try oh, yeah. harder. Okay, okay. Oh, yeah, you yeah, mean yeah. the track the, tra- yeah, the, the actual name of the track. The actual oh, name of the you. track. Sorry. Yes, try was, harder. Uh, try harder. Yeah. And now that you explain how your mixtape came to be, yeah. it really pulls it all all in and I'm like, Oh man, it makes sense now. Yes. Um your family has been in this area. It's not just you that are you know, making an impact. Sure. Uh, you have a brother who um, has a business in the borough. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, Miguel uh, is my older brother. Miguel who is the owner of Miguel's Riverside Barbershop. Do you have to talk about him a lot? 
Uh, <laughs> that's a good. So, so, so here was a th- it's so funny because growing up, uh, my brothers, my brother Miguel, my brother Hector, my brother Miguel's five years older than me, and my brother Hector's four years older than me. Mm-hmm. So I was always called either Little Miguel or Little Hector, mm. depending on whose friend it was. Um, so I struggled my whole life to make my own name. So right, right. Half right. of everything I do is basically motivated at I'm my own person. I'm me, right? And then I had the most un like not Spanish name in history. Right. Jimmy Lee is my name. My brothers are Miguel and Hector and Jimmy Lee. Uh, <laughs> Can we talk about that before, before we talk about Miguel? Yeah, it was that or Did Carlos. You, uh, <laughs> so, it, is, is it a family name or what does Jimmy Lee come So from? I was supposed to be called, it's funny, me and my wife were just talking about this last night. My name is going to be Laticia and I was going to be a girl. Okay. Uh, but what happened was I wasn't a girl and they were like, holy smokes, they didn't have a name. And my grandma was in my mom's ear saying, Carlos, name him Carlos. And my mom's like, I'm not even, I don't, I don't, I'm not, no, I don't want Carlos for his name. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. So uh, my mom's baby sister uh, was into like soap operas and all this other jazz and General Hospital was on. And I guess one of the hunks in General Hospital's name is Jimmy Lee, uh, Jimmy Lee Holt, literally. And so my mom's like, my dad's like, are you really, is that what you're leaning towards? She's like, I really like it. It's different. So instead of two separate words, my name is Jimmy Lee, all one word, no middle name. Although I always tell my mom, you should have gave me Holt. That would have been yeah, Jimmy Holt. Lee Holt. What's your last name? Velez. Velez. Yeah. yeah, Jimmy Lee. <laughs> <laughs> but look, we share that. I don't have a middle name either. Nice. So we can relate on that Absolutely. one. Um, but you guys are embedded in this area. You yeah. know, you can't uh, – go to the main street without seeing your brother's barbershop right. um, and you can't turn on anything with Bristol without seeing your podcast For sure. uh, I don't know what your other brother does but he's more behind the scenes, behind the scenes. More behind have the I scenes. met him? yes okay. uh, yeah he was actually when we did the podcast here he was he helped out with you know yeah. organizing things actually funny story that you don't know oh, uh, but oh. when we recorded <laughs> the morning we recorded his podcast I had like a semi like panic attack yeah and um yeah and so i was dude like 20 minutes before um there was a lot of stuff going on i don't know it was like work related yeah um you know like personally there's a lot of stuff that was going on and i remember like i vomited like three times <laughs> and my brother's like dude we got the podcast like in an hour are you gonna right. tell him i'm like tell him what <laughs> that i'm coming <laughs> this is going down I'm like, nah. yeah. i'm very adamant about you know staying you know obviously i'm not trying to like hurt myself in any way but i had a panic attack yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't realize it um that i allowed my stress and thoughts and everything wire me up so much um that i freaked out but uh but yeah that was for your show and i always right. remember that because i remember driving here and stopping at like a Wawa or 7-Eleven drinking a dang near gallon of Gatorade. Um, <laughs> yeah, man. So, no, no. I'm not. That's. I remember running upstairs, brushing my teeth, mouthwash, everything. I'm like, we're doing this. Right. We're gone. Yeah. And we came here, recorded the episode. You wouldn't you didn't even know, right? That was nah, years ago. I didn't know. I never knew that story. Yeah. yeah. You guys were professional. He yeah. did his... The same thing I tried to copy the pro, sorry the promo. the promo throughout the whole uh, gym, uh, and I would have been none the wiser. You know, I didn't, I had no idea. Yeah, man. Um, and I, I want to just give your brother a plug though, because yeah. the the barbershop is a staple of any neighborhood. Yeah, you know that's where people go to 
uh, have therapy. That's where they go to feel good about themselves. And he's a staple of where we're at right now. So let's let's give him a little plug. Here. Absolutely. Miguel's Riverside Barbershop, 105 Market Street. Dang, I ain't PA. say all that, man. That's, that that costs money, man. That's called Download, Download the app. app. <laughs> Download the app. Sorry, say, say it a little bit clearer. Say yes, it a little bit clearer. It's 105 Market Street, Bristol, PA. Miguel's Riverside Barbershop, literally, guys. If you don't want to sit around, uh, one of the biggest things in barbershops is like you're hanging out for an hour or so yeah, until it's your yeah. turn. Forget that rotation. You get you book your appointment. Uh, like the uh, like it basically came from the salon uh, part of the industry that right. you know, they brought over to the barber industry, and he was one of the first to do it. So now you sit down for a whole five minutes, watch him clean down the uh, the stool there, and you're ready to rock and roll. So right. get your haircut. But yeah, so how he started, uh, he started out in Levittown, and basically was the manager of the shop. And he realized really fast that his confidence went up. He's like, I can do this. This mm-hmm. is like yeah, this is simple. Yeah. It's already um, something he's passionate about, right? Uh, something, you know, that was taking off and he was making good money with it. And then all of a sudden he became the manager. He's like, I can really do this. Mm-hmm. Literally, I just need to step out of my comfort zone and mm-hmm. start a business. As you know, it's not necessarily the easiest thing. We're in boxing and all of a sudden he's like, yeah, I'm going to do a, 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 a boxing gym. The concept awesome but the actual execution yeah, exactly. right it's yeah. not as it's it, you know it's harder harder uh, harder to be uh, done than it is said anyway so he opens up his shop in uh, on Ratcliffe Street initially yeah. okay and uh, unfortunately the owner of the building passed away and they sold off the building well the new owner dang near tripled his rent mm. and he said no I can't be doing this right um, and actually he was part of a show called the uh, Small Business Revolution yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So Which part of that? For our viewers that don't know, they uh, the area that we're in, Bristol Borough, won a contest to be named the best little city in America, right? That's right. Is that, yeah. and, and your brother Small in his barber shop uh, one of the businesses chosen. Yeah. Well, he he had to apply, right? Okay. He had to get he had to, he had to submit an application and shoot a video, uh, and this was part of this show. Um, and then they selected him, and then the votes come in. So yeah. your own town is now voting for you. So the Which, town basically won a grant, is what it is. My competition yeah. <laughs> was a part of the show as yes, well. that's right. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, and I like that part because yeah. I'm still killing it. <laughs> <laughs> Despite. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And um, so whatever. So fast forward, uh, in the middle of that show, he actually uh, – his he basically got locked out of the old building. Yeah. Mm. So he was paying rent on the, because he was planning on expanding and he was paying rent on, you know, the, 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 the building next to him. And he was showing in part of the show. He was showing them what he was looking to do in the expansion because part of the show was that each business that was selected got grant money right. or received grant money. And then the show helped them utilize this money mm. in the most, you know, strategic way, let's mm-hmm. just say. And uh, it got locked. And it was very dramatic for the show. Yeah, and everything. Like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. He really did get locked out. Yeah. That wasn't. Right. What you see on that show is legit Truth. happened. Yeah. Uh, long story short, one of the guys who was helping out with the show and doing some promo was like, well, I just bought this building right, literally right around the corner. You want to go check it out? So that's where he is now at 105 Market Street. That location is beautiful. Beautiful. Tripled. So his rent went from triple to basically maintain the size, but the barbershop tripled in size. Right. So it was beautiful. Yeah, so yeah. nice. And he's still there. Uh, I think he just, I guess that was three years ago. Yeah, it had yeah. to be. Yeah. yeah because I, that's when you were starting out. I. So, the. I mean, not to talk about me because so it's, how did you it's about you. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> but I knew that that business revolution happened. Mm. Yeah. Um, and 
slightly it drew me to the area as well. But I also knew that my competition was a part of it. Yes. And I'm a fighter. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? All the businesses. Uh, I could tell your energy level just increased by like. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was like slouched over. <laughs> I'm interested in our conversation over here. All of a sudden, the company. Well, because we're talking out. about me now. You know? <laughs> <laughs> say everyone's yeah. favorite word is their own. Yeah, name. exactly. It's true. Um, but it made me say, look, I'm. I'm going to open up right next to this person and see what happens. Mm. You know, I have a big name for myself. I would love nothing more to uh, come in and flourish or be uh, flourish, mm. not flourish, flourish. I do it all the time. And then sometimes <laughs> I catch myself saying words that I didn't know made sense in this and they, they make sense. Yeah. But anyway, um, <laughs> opening up right down the street from a guy that had this grant money. I'm doing it from the ground up. Yeah. I literally was at the park with a pair of mitts training people. And then I got to this. So I'm like, yo, this is a nice little challenge for me. Let's yeah. do it. I knew I could do it mm -hmm. anyway. Um, and now I'm here. But with that being all that being said, all the competition that made me come here, when I got here, I met people like you. Yeah. You know, I met people like uh, your brother, the business next door, Jules at the market, has helped yeah. us with a lot of charity. Yeah. Um, th Bristol's a great place to yeah. be. Absolutely. A, a great place to make connections. I feel like if I was uh, in another area, I'm not going to say specifically where I was going to go, uh, I wouldn't be able to make these connections. Um and I don't want to make you guys talk about politics or anything, but I am a black-owned business. Mm -hmm. There's not that many of us in the borough. Yep. There's less of us outside the borough, right. believe it or not. Um, so it's a blessing to be where I'm at right now. This kind of a renaissance, small yep. business re revolution, your brother being able to still survive, yeah. you guys being able to be a podcast for the whole town, basically. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I wouldn't rather be anywhere else. How do you guys feel um, about your town that you guys represent so well? So, so how, how for us, it's funny because, like I said, we started our pod. So we're from here, right? Yeah. But we started our podcast I, in, in the location in Levittown. And like I said, my, we were, my, me and my wife having our second kid. Mm -hmm. And now beyond pregnant. Like the yeah. funny story I say, you know, she was literally like people walking in and out and she's breastfeeding. And so now she's like, I mean, it wasn't, you know, during whatever people walking through, but it was like, she was uncomfortable in her own house. Mm -hmm. I'm like, we got to do something else, guys. This ain't working. And it just so happened, we didn't have anywhere to go. Uh, it just so yeah. happened that uh, obviously barbershops, a, barbers, a barber's weekend is Sunday, Monday. Mm -hmm. um, and so the barbershops closed on Mondays. Yeah. We were already recording on Mondays. Yeah. And he just got this new location that had way more room for us. So mm -hmm. we basically picked up shop. And not only that, it's a noticeable place yeah. or location yeah. where we're we're interviewing other people who are from the town, from Bristol Borough, other businesses like Noble Earth and all these other guys. Yeah. They're right around the corner. And yeah. we're like, hey, we're Miguel's Riverside Barbershops. What are we doing? He's closed on Mondays, but our podcast is open. Yeah. And uh, we'll love to interview you, uh, love to feature your service and product. And that's how it grew. So then one person introduces another because we're such a tight-knit you know, little town. It's so unique. Yeah, it's, it's different. Crazy. It's like you get this, it's a small town, but you get this almost city feel in the, yeah. it's like yeah. 
but with a big hug. I don't know how that <laughs> It's just so everyone's like, you know, friendly, intimate. There you go. Uh, I could easily said intimate. Uh, yes. <laughs> it's all right. Yeah, but instead, you, what you get was we didn't what we didn't realize was people wanted to support us. Right. And that was so interesting yeah. to yeah. us. They're like, I'll be on your podcast. I'm not good at talking in front of a camera. Yeah. I'm not. I'm very uncomfortable with doing that. But I'll do it to support your business. Sure. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Exactly. And we got more and more than that. And then people were realizing, whoa, these guys are getting like 3,000 listens a week or whatever it was. This is good promo on top yeah. of it. It's great exposure. So and it was one of those things. And that was the whole point of the rotated views. We're getting a view, a perspective on various lifestyles. Right. It was. So that's how the name came about. Yes. Rotated views. You wanted to... Yes. Have a diverse exactly. interviewing experience, and you also wanted to have their views displayed. Exactly. And literally, our catchphrase. I'm putting two, two and two together. <laughs> our catchphrase is, is life, uh, life from various perspectives. Nice. Yeah. nice. And, you know, you have two brands, and, and people that are watching can see the Bless yeah. uh, brand. BL3. <laughs> that, three. Three. There you go. Um, and so, what. Is the blessed brand? Yeah, so it's a lifestyle brand that um, we, doing the podcast, um, especially locally, we realized yeah. um, we're already promoting the businesses that we want, right? Uh, and so, uh, you know, revenue stream that we were seeking was sponsorship. And then we started to realize the sponsors. We we did get reached out to, yeah. and actually, we did do a few uh, that made sense, I guess. But they kind of expired their sponsorships that were limited in time. So yeah. we got sponsored for three months and that was yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and then they kind of like moved on. Uh, and then we were getting reached out for, you know, stuff that didn't make sense to us. And I yeah. felt like we were so truthful to our viewers, our listeners, giving them the real deal. These are real people that we're interviewing. We're not paying anyone. No one's paying us. And then I'm telling them to go buy some weird luggage that costs sure. like four thousand yeah. dollars as part of my sponsorship. I'm mm -hmm. like, this is that's, I just didn't feel right. right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so I've always wanted my own brand, um, and I lived by the what the number three stands for, which is faith, hard work, and gratitude. Um, and that's how I ended up getting a license plate. Uh, literally, it said "Bless BL3 SSED," um, and I was like. This is the start of a movement. You know what? We're sponsoring ourselves. So now we became, you know, the Rotated Views podcast sponsored by the Blessed Lifestyle brand. Nice. Um, and then the location is obviously at my brother's barbershop right here in Bristol. So it was, we're self-promoting our own businesses yeah, yeah, yeah. while promoting other, it was like a win-win, win-win. Yeah, ultimate win, 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 entrepreneurship. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's a, you know. I wouldn't necessarily say a serial entrepreneur, but it's, I think it's worth thinking in that direction. Well, yeah. And in, in, in this day and age, why? Not when you can reach so many people, and you already said earlier in the podcast with so little money, yeah, yeah. why not be your own boss? Exactly. Um, and that's what I take away from doing all this studying when it comes to outreach marketing. You have to have a podcast, you have to have that podcast represent you, your exactly. brand. Um, and you guys do that well, man. How do you stay on top though? How uh, you're, you're I'm like I said earlier. I'm tired, man. I mean, <laughs> but I'm past that ten. We're yeah. double that. We're, yes. we're a little bit yes. more than that. It's, oh, it's, and I keep yeah. going. But you know, you, there's an attrition part to it where yeah. you have to uh, have that hunger. You know, mm -hmm. me as a fighter, mm -hmm. I always wanted to be better than the person in front of me. Right. Um. I always wanted to get a house. You know. I always wanted to 
drive a Lamborghini or something. Right. I didn't want to drive a Lamborghini. But, <laughs> you know, I wanted Mom to be able to. Yeah, and and all not all the time. You know, you're doing a, a episode this week. Um, not all the time it pays off for no, you. You don't see true. the the benefit. How do you keep going week week to week? I mean, you you slightly alluded to it. I mean, it's honestly becoming the best version of myself, and that's yep. everything we do. Whether it's the, this this brand was or this uh, this shirt was just released, because mm-hmm. it's the same thing, right? How do I constantly keep coming up with new stuff, right? Right, right, right. And it's the same thing with the podcast. How do we keep coming up with new material? Honestly, it's becoming the best version of myself. And I say that to the guys all the time. We preach it. We live it. How can we make this next show even better? How right. can I make my next drop even better? Here, here, perfect example. We walk into the barbershop today because, again, we just released a, a, a T-shirt and I was delivering, making deliveries all yeah. morning. He, I scooped him or he came to my house. We came into Bristol making more deliveries. And, you know, we go walk into the barbershop and I was like, yo, handing out shirts, all promo. And uh, just the love that we got. And it was like, no one saw, it's kind of what you're saying, no one saw the push-ups. Yeah. No one saw yeah. the sit-ups. No one was there. But that reward, that alone, that recognition, people were like, yo, I want a hoodie, I want a hat, I want this, I want that. It makes it all worth it. Right. So yeah, when you're grinding it out, sometimes it doesn't make sense. But if you know your why, you know why you're doing X, Y, and Z, and to come home and see my boys rocking a little hat, mm-hmm. and they're like, this is my dad's hat, just see how proud they are. Right, right, right. It's inspiring, yeah. honestly. And obviously right now, my wife and my kids are my inspiration, but mm-hmm. having them see me do this, when I walk out the house, where are you going to the podcast? They know yeah, it's yeah, podcast yeah. or work. Both is work, but you know, right, right, right. they know their dad is doing his thing. Exactly. And then they come over and see people wearing my product or my line. Like someone comes over to your house or your family's house and wearing the big W and you yeah, see yeah, yeah, yeah. you're hype. Oh, I'm hype. Nope. And the kids see it and they're like, that's my dad. Yeah. And it's a good feeling. My kids are always like, I need that new merch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. My, you're, that moment that you're speaking of is when my sister came to me. She said, yo, I was down in uh, Northeast Philly or North Philly. Yeah. I seen someone wearing your shirt. That's wild. I was like, yo, really? I don't know who that was. But, <laughs> you know, we're we're doing some things. Yeah. Uh, but you don't do it on your own. Right. Uh, Gabe. You got a hard job, man. Yeah. You're the one that edits everything. Yeah. You put it all together at the end of the day. Yep. I know from putting Jordan through a million things yeah. <laughs> that you guys got probably in ways a harder job. Um, Our job is to just perform. Sure. You know, how is it being the one behind the camera? You're in front of the camera now. Ooh. But <laughs> that happens often. <laughs> being behind the camera and you're responsible for the product sure. to be what everyone expects it to be. I mean, and he's, uh, he's annoyed. Yeah. No, I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to, you know, I want to not run away half of half yeah. But um, no, it was for me as a person that's like technically minded, like initially, like I had no idea how to do any of this. Mm-hmm. Like it was, it was kind of like a, a, a mission to take on sort of like type things. Like I can figure out something new that I haven't done before. Right. Yeah, in the beginning it was a disaster. Long before our recording was a disaster, so it was like it was you know it was compounded on each other. But yeah, everything else you look, we, we learned as we went along, and it became easier. And it's a new function, and like we've done other stuff, like because the second version of the the Mortifying Tape, we did it together. Mm-hmm. The first time he did it independently of all of us. Okay, so we I actually we had the equipment, we had the no, I had the know how at that point to actually record. I think one of um, his cousin's friends, I recorded something now, similar. Do you send that away to get mastered? Or? So, I mean, because I think 
I haven't. Well, we, when we did his tracks, we I had to because they sound those. mastered. They sound very yeah, no, professional. They are. They're mastered. Yeah. But so, he, yeah. he, we sent that away. For so me. yeah, for when we did the mixtape, we had to get that mastered. Mm-hmm. Like the 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 weekly podcast. I mean, I edit those. And I mean, I make it as as clean yeah, as possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, those are longer tracks, and that might be a lot more work into that stuff. But I became more efficient with it. I learned obviously the the software and stuff too. I was like, that was. Uh, a growing, you know, growing pain. Yeah, that. yeah. In general, especially since I never did anything in terms of actually audio engineering or audio recording. So, I mean, it, it's a learning curve that we we've overcome, and we've everything over the past five years. We've become right. more efficient with it. We've delegated more tasks because obviously we've grown as a as a group in general mm-hmm. in terms of you know actually getting better in terms of how we present the podcast, yeah. how we do all this stuff. So, and you guys are strictly audio right now. Yes, yes. We've are, we've done bits say, and pieces of, of video, but we haven't gone. Full are you thinking about? Oh, that's been a that's been a, a conversation. conversation. Yeah, yeah. Sure. let's talk about that conversation. Yeah. <laughs> no, so I I think the more elements you add, um, whether it's you know aesthetically, like you put you add like a sign in the background, or mm-hmm. put you know something like that, where everyone's like dolled up in a specific way, or wearing the same thing, or have some level of uniform. I think it adds to the conversation, right? Mm-hmm. And so when you add the visual aspect, a lot of people want to see that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we were told, and our behind setup, the curtain, yeah, behind the curtain type thing, we were told basically by every other guest, especially people with experience, like you have everything here. Just, yeah. And that's why I keep telling the guys, I'm like, we're already recording. We're yeah. already. And so we didn't even have like social media handle, like for like three years wow. into it. Yeah. yeah we just, we were straight up. Here's a link, throw it on Facebook. Thanks for whatever. And we we were ranked on iTunes that way, right? Right. Yeah. And so it worked. Because I think you did periodic, was it like the Facebook Live or Instagram Live? Whatever yeah. it was, that, that was your yeah. point. If you, if you tuned program. in at that point, then you saw and it. And it was live, so it would disappear, right? After. Right, right, right. <laughs> so right, right, right. That was and, the and, only and, and we saw a bunch of like random views from that. I was like, well, we eventually we realized we were like, capitalizing that eventually. So yes, we saw the promos and stuff too. But yeah, we've always been an ongoing talk of actually recording the entire episodes or at least getting snippets and stuff too so we can... So, so we all have full-time jobs okay. outside of the podcast. Yeah. So our thing was, he's already doing all the audio stuff or whatever. So we're trying not to add another thing onto his plate. I'm literally putting all the... Uh, Look at my man Jordan right here. <laughs> behind the scenes. Yeah. You, you mean to tell me <laughs> that Gabe cannot handle... No. Hey, Jordan does a hell of a job, okay? He does audio. He does the visual. Yeah. It, Cuts promos for us, everything. Gabe, you can do it. You can do it. You can do it, man. You can so do it. We're working on so it. So the main sure. thing that is uh, stopping you from adding visual, and the only reason why I'm talking like this is because I am a former two-time guest, mm. and I feel like the visual is the only thing that exactly. will take you to the next level. You Absolutely. guys got everything else. You just if you add that visual and and not even all visual, you know, maybe you do promos and lead them to your, yes. you know, your 100%. voice recording or something. Yeah. But people need to see what yeah. Gabe, Jimmy, yeah, what your sure. brother looks like, what yeah. Miguel looks like. Um, we're in that century where uh, the radio is no longer number one. Yeah. It used to be number one. Sure. Uh, then you went to TV. TV is no longer number That's one. Right. Now we're going to streaming, yes. and Spotify, Apple Music, Netflix. It's time. Oh, you yeah, guys have sure. spent five years. Yes. I want them to see me next time I'm on your <laughs> <Yeah>. show. <laughs> you need know. the visuals. Yeah, I need the visuals. It's all about the visuals. Um, 
for sure. So, you know, you touched on it a little bit earlier about your wife and your support system and yeah. how they support you and everything, but mm-hmm. it wasn't always like that. You know, right. it wasn't. Right. Um, let's touch on a little bit how you uh, gain people's trust, first of all, in your idea. And second of all, how you convinced your wife to let these crazy people in your house. <laughs> so one thing about uh, my myself and that my wife already knows is I'm a man of my word. So if I say I'm going to do something, I do it. Now, will I be, you know, will it be a uber success? Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe it will. Uh, but the fact is um, I, I stick to my guns. The other thing I learned in business um, was the word pilot. And it's going to be very useful to the viewers, to everyone else listening. You can, you allow yourself to mess up and pilot this idea. And so that's what I would tell her. I said, listen, you know, I, everything I said I was going to do, I did. Um, I really want to try doing this podcast. We're going to pilot it for two months. If it's successful, awesome. Then we'll move forward and we'll discuss, you know, our options from there. If not, then we're going to, we're going to have to shut down. Mm-hmm. Um, like your like your PC, you know. Uh, did you charge that thing? No, no, no. no. Uh, it's crazy because I got a message on Facebook. Yeah, about a wedding <laughs> that I have to go to, and I didn't realize that that was gonna pop up <laughs> today. So, yeah, no, not today. Oh, like, Man, you're no, late. No, no, they're they're in the in the uh, address phase. Oh, okay. um, oh yeah, okay, yeah. But sorry. Go no, ahead. no, no. It's all good. So, um. Luckily, there wasn't too much convincing on that end. And the same thing, like Gabe knows me. He knows my experience. My brothers know I'm a hustler. They just know that I go after it. But the thing is, you got to be honest with yourself. Everything I went after wasn't necessarily successful, right? I bombed a bunch of stuff. I bombed literally 20 businesses. I bombed prior to having a successful podcast um, and a lifestyle brand. And so they know I was going to go after it. But before I was... What I guess was frustrating to my wife, maybe, and maybe family members, was I never used the word pilot or never had that concept, meaning mm. I have to give it some time. Yeah. And I knew I was going to dog it out. So if I told her, give me three months, I was going to dog it out. I got to prove yeah. to myself because yeah. I want to be the best version of myself, which is, you know, the topic of, you know, everything. And so that's what it was. Yeah. Um, they knew that I, we we're going to dog it out. I'm like, that's why we said, let's at least do 10 episodes. Yeah. If we can get there, let's see what it, if it's trash, it's trash. It is what it is. Yeah. But I can rest easy at night because I know I did X, Y, and Z. But yeah. before I'm with you, before I probably never, you know, people were like, oh gosh, here he goes doing something else yeah. because I never gave <laughs> myself that pilot. Yeah, 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 so yeah, give yeah. yourself that pilot. It's not, it's not an escape. It's not an escape. No. Route. It's more of like, it's reality yeah. because now I know I have a deadline that I have to meet. If anything, yeah. it pushes me to go harder. Right. And, uh, and the reason why I asked that question, not just you, ask yeah. it to many people because I, I have a wife as well. Yeah. Um, and, She's tired of me adding on (laughs) things to my life. But, you know, ultimately, I think that she believes that um, I can do it. You Mm -hmm. know, she thinks that I have something that not a lot of other people are willing to uh, try and Mm -hmm. to do. And she's Mm -hmm. giving me the chance to do it. I'm 20-something episodes in. Um, Hearing your story helps me out. Your story is going to help a lot of other people out. that's why I have you on the show because you're my old head when it comes to podcasting. You know, sure. we're 20 episodes in. Tell the viewers how many episodes you guys are in. 
Yeah, so we do one episode a week, yep. and if you do the math, we're five years in, so we are at episode uh, 239. 239. Yeah. Now, I remember watching Joe Rogan uh, yeah. and him telling me, oh, not me. Well, I felt like he was telling me. But, <laughs> he was speaking to me, because if I'm, if I'm honest, he's probably the number one person that encouraged me to do a podcast mm. in this format. Sure. Um but he said, if you look back at my first podcast, they were garbage. Yeah. You know, they were yeah. garbage. He was like on his couch. Yeah. His yeah. House. They like, were like making fun of people or each <laughs> yeah. other and stuff. Yeah, exactly. And that was and that was it. You know. So to see him yeah. from that stage to where he is now, for sure. It's like, wow, man, this guy's making millions from Spotify. Yeah. But what did he do? He started out just like us yeah. in this space. Where we had to find out where we're going to shoot the podcast. Yeah. We shot our podcast yeah. in my office. Yeah, in your office over there. Yep. I brought you in here. You're like, I didn't even know this place existed. This is beautiful. So it's a lot of space. very spacious. You can know. breathe. You yeah. But, Jeez. you know, for me, oh, there goes my, my John skin. You got invited yeah. to another wedding. Yeah, no, nah, <laughs> cool. it's people in, in <laughs> This guy is popular. Um, can, I, can I go back to something real quick? Yeah, about go ahead. Um, I think I think there's so, a. Jordan, can we get just a little bit more? Yeah. Uh, patience wise um my wife is awesome in that sense i make sure i make time for my family and so yeah i mean listen i we had literally a child we had a child within um that's it oh man i just told you (laughs) Uh, we we had we had a child within all that and you know i had to tell the guys you know this week uh, we're gonna have to shoot it on a Wednesday or something like that. Well, I made it work, yeah. and so my wife, I think, appreciates that. Um, once I'm done here, we're literally going to my house, and me and my boys are gonna play baseball right out back in our backyard. Like I make sure as much time as I put into work, I yeah. also put into my family. Yeah, it's- so I'm investing in them as much as I'm investing in my business. Right, um, and I think that's important to know because, and when you first start out, I ha- I wrote a letter, I wrote a, a public letter to my wife and actually posted it on social media and saying, I'm sorry for the next two years, like of, of thinking ahead because yeah. I'm going to dog it out yeah. and I'm telling you, I'm going to be tired, probably cranky, but I'm doing this for us. Yeah. And now we both knew the why and I made it public and it worked. It right. worked for me because I made it work. Right. Yeah. Uh, and not every day is super exciting and we're like, yeah, man, yeah. this is going to be gnarly. Um, <laughs> I think you just, you force it some days, but when you look back that day that you force for whatever reason, it always ends up being the best yeah, yeah, when yeah, you look back yeah, on yeah, it. Exactly. Um, maybe not the smoothest, but it ends up being the best. So yeah. patience. Um, yeah. In the beginning, it's rough. Like, you know, you started a business that everything is not, you know, roses when you're first yeah, starting out. And, you, but if you have that conversation, have that conversation with your significant other, tell them it's going to be bumpy. But I'm doing this. We're going to pilot this idea. Work with me. And because once you have their support, you're yeah, going to it's, it's a wrap. Yeah. yeah. It's a wrap. Um, and I'm glad that you, you know, explained it that way. Who explained that way? Who explained it that way to you? Yeah. Um, just basically watching my parents' relationship. Okay. Uh, so I watched my dad. He always had two and three jobs. Um, he didn't have a podcast. <laughs> but he right. um, he had multiple. He was always doing something to make money for the family. And one thing about my dad was every time he came home, he would make a point to hang out with us. Whatever it was, if we're playing video games, he ripped that remote controller. He's better than us. Always right. competitive. Or shooting hoops in the backyard, he would grab the ball. Come on, let's play one on one. Whatever. 
And it was the, it was just watching that and then just seeing a smile. Because he did that, the smile on my mom's face. Um, and then my mom's, you know, whipping up dinner. Now she's hyped up. You know, right, my right, dad right, just right. made money. He's playing with the family. Yeah, Let's yeah, yeah. feed them all. And everything's good, man. Um, but also my mistakes. Your dad looking for some more kids? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so also, but my mistakes as well. Yeah. Um, you know, I realized that I, in the beginning, listen, I was very selfish. Uh, for the, the businesses that I mentioned earlier that failed, there's a reason why they failed. It's because I hogged up all my own time. I didn't care. If you're in my house, you had to be positive. You couldn't have a bad day. Because mm-hmm. um, then I would take it out on you for taking it out on me. Um, and just, I had to chin check myself. Mm-hmm. So what am I doing? Yeah. I'm ruining relationships. I'm ruining my time. I'm ruining my, this is my life and I'm making it miserable. Mm-hmm. Why am I doing this? Is my life, and I'm making it miserable, like myself. It's not yeah, like yeah, yeah. someone's putting it on me. I'm making it bad, and so you know, again, I chin checked myself, and so I said when I approached the podcast and when I approached uh, the Bus Lifestyle Brand and anything moving forward, it's with that pilot mentality, the positive mentality, and just the the balance. Yeah, I didn't have no balance before. Like when I was at, when I was, uh, you know, as we said earlier, went to Temple University. When I was at Temple University, I was I switched majors halfway through. And I still had to make up all the credits because I still wanted to graduate within four years. So I yeah. worked all summer long. All... You're, you're only, your relationships aren't going to be but so healthy yeah. when all I'm doing is in the books. Yeah, all yeah, I'm yeah. Doing. But I knew my why. Like, just give me this time. So I had to dog it out for two years. And the same thing where I blew up all those businesses and went to straight garbage cans mm-hmm. um, was because I approached it the wrong way. Right. And so you learn. Yeah. Um, so it's not perfect every time, but that's that's where the, that's where it came from. My experience and then watching my parents. Yeah. How old are you? Thirty five. Thirty five. Yeah. Younger than me. Yeah. Than, um, Thirty five. And when do you feel like you realize that? Look, man, I can't keep people out. I can't be selfish. I gotta open up my heart and open up my ideas to other people. When did that come about? Where you knew that you couldn't do it all on your own? I think it's. Again, based off that experience, thinking there's there's something that happens in a man who's competitive, a man who wants to be the real king in his in his own life. Mm-hmm. Um, the good thing is that you have your intentions are correct. Bad thing is your energy's probably shifted in the wrong direction. Mm-hmm. And it's it's when I realized that I think I was doing a lot of stuff out of just being selfish. Um, and just wanting it for myself because I want to accomplish X, Y, and Z. I want to be the first in my family to be a millionaire. I want to be the first in my family to own a Lamborghini. You, know, you say these like crazy goals. You don't want one now. Uh, right? No, I don't. Yeah, I, don't I didn't think so. I want a Corvette. All right. <laughs> but, um, so, An American Lamborghini. Yes. So I think I think really is when I had my kid, my son. Uh, when I had James or when we had James, um, that's when it's like my why altered and I turned into an absolute beast in a positive way. Prior to that, I was a beast in like just self most selfish way ever. And right. my poor wife. Um, <laughs> and so, and I didn't realize it. I didn't know I was doing it. I was bamboozled. I was blindsiding everything. I was messing up my own opportunity. Now, don't get me wrong. I wasn't, you know, I was doing well for myself, but I was capping myself at the same time. And when we had my son, I realized my purpose in life was way bigger. I'm like, holy smokes, this is crazy. Blew my mind. Unbelievable. And so I went to a whole other level, but in a very good way because I had real purpose. It wasn't materialistic things. 
get the materialistic things and throw them in the garbage. Yeah, nah, you had I had to keep real, alive. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I had real motivation. I had real inspiration. Yeah. I had a real why. And my wife before that was my why. Um, but it didn't always appear that way. Mm-hmm. And I necessarily wasn't the best person, I, I would yeah. say. Uh, but I improved on myself. I kept reading books. I kept hanging around positive people. And my circle became very tiny. Right. Um, and to the point where it's literally just us. Yeah. Um, and we just inspire each Me other. Me now. Push each I'm, other. I'm yeah. honorary. Uh, yeah. Rotated exactly. views. Absolutely. Guy. Absolutely. Um, but yeah. And that's why we have you on the show. Because um, people need to hear not only... Your struggles as a podcaster. Yeah, uh, they need to hear your stories. Uh, the reason why you are so motivational today, and the reason why you are the character that you are—I don't want to call it character, but you are a character—and mm. um, the reason why you spread the message that you spread. Yeah, um, a lot of people can see you on Facebook and be like, "Oh, this is Jimmy Lee again." On uh, Radcliffe Street or whatever, whatever street that is. One hundred five Market uh, Street, Market yeah, Street. Yeah, here he goes again. You know, it's so like but, I said, <laughs> but really, you know, this is you're on the other end a lot. You're the one yeah. that's asking other people yeah, questions, and now you get a chance to tell other people why your why, yeah. um, which is so great. Yeah, um, Gabe, I want you to tell people your why. Um, it might not be the same motivation that he has, but you're a part of the team. Sure. You know, what, what, you're, what know, is dude. your why? Yeah. So, so yeah. I'm single and I, I'm, I don't have children. So, like, so it is more, but I had my mom grew up, she was a single parent for the most part. And so it's like, I want to always help dad. Like, I'm, I'm always big with helping people. I'm not the greatest, you know, in terms of outwardly, like asking for help, but I always, yeah. I'm always willing to help. And I've always, that's why, I, like, when me and him joined, like, that self-business, it was, that was the, the main purpose was to help other people along yeah. with, you know, obviously, and, and, uh, what's that, I, 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 uh, a good consequence was you were get helped on, you know, along the line, too, yeah. so, and obviously, there was more, um, self-development on stuff, too, and that's what we, me and him generally vibe on that mm-hmm. stuff, too, and obviously, that's what we became friends ever since, but, like, and going forward, like, I mean, obviously, as I get older, you know, perspective change in, in yeah. general anyway yeah. and it's like yeah i was i still always looking for a reason to help other people and him being uh, always a positive you know uh staple and you know that i've known for obviously 15 years at this point mm-hmm. we've always kind of i've always kind of grasped onto him and kind of like always want to be at least a support person for all that stuff right and obviously and this has been given a bigger platform to actually Add, add to that because we actually you know like I said in the beginning it was only the five of us in the in, in a small room mm-hmm. jam packing there sweating sweating all behind off right um, <laughs> but it's it's gone to a place where we can bring outside people and actually get people's like you said like what, like you're giving our story now get people's outside stories and actually give them a, a an extra platform to right. grow themselves too like because you know like if they have a business in the area like that wasn't really well known, at least that gives another opportunity to, yeah. you know, give another voice out there that Definitely. gives them, you know, more opportunity for yeah. more business. Too, you guys so. did that for me. Um, now, sitting here asking you questions, asking you questions, I can tell who is in front of the camera more <laughs> <laughs> and who's behind yeah. the scenes sure, more. Sure. How does it feel being in front of the camera? It's, I mean, I... I'm a I'm a I'm a nervous person in general. Yeah, so, yeah. So it's always you know I I know I come off very anxious <laughs> in, in, in general. But anyway, but 
Yeah, so that's why he's good for the yeah. to be the, the fun person. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good, you know, because this show does not happen yeah. without you. Exactly. You know, it doesn't happen. It, it, teamwork makes the dream work. Yeah. And you guys are doing uh, wonderful things. Sure. In the future, I already mentioned, you we, visual is a given. Yeah, for you, sure. You guys are going to, you can borrow my guy yeah. if you need to. Mm-hmm. Um Shout out to Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I use him for two podcasts. Young Black Suburban, Young Blonde Suburban. He's done an amazing job. He does uh, New Jersey Weed Man's podcast. I don't know if you know who he is. Check out his episode mm-hmm. on Young Black Suburban. You'll find out. Yeah. Very interesting guy. Yeah, we had um, a great conversation with Jordan. Jordan's uh, doing big things. Yeah, he's so doing big things. You guys, you can do it. Mm-hmm. You know, you're you're his Jordan. Yeah. Um, to figure it out. In the future, though, besides visual, what are your goals for Rotated Views podcast? Yes. Yeah, so, and I'm going to ask you this for Blessed as well. Yeah, but let's start sure. with Rotated Views, the thing that made everything happen. Mm. So it's funny because we just passed driving here. Yeah. Uh, we're doing deliveries uh, for the Blessed Lifestyle brand. And uh, driving here, uh, we made perfect timing. And I'm just – so I'm in a relaxed mood. When I'm in a relaxed mood, I'm obser- very observant. If I'm not – I'm, yeah, I'm aware, more aware. If I'm, you know, uh, focused, I get, or if I'm in a rush or something, I get tunnel vision. I just want to get to my location. But today I was like looking around. I just so happened to see a small little, you know, uh, physical location, like a business that was going up for rent or for sale, whatever it was. And we we're just talking about like, there it goes, something like that. So our, our really for the future for us is having uh, the location be um, a permanent setup where right now we're just kind of popping in, you know, putting out the table Mm -hmm. Uh, we have awesome you know equipment and things like that but um i want to just go to our own location it's ready to rock and roll it creates a vibe right because right now um you can rent it out to people like me yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) well it's funny because we i actually got the like you see you know the joe rogan's of the world and you see like the way they build yeah uh you know the atmosphere so when someone walks in it's a vibe. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. And some people don't pass the vibe. I gave you but... a little bit. I got the little lights. Yeah, I saw yeah, the yeah, lights. Yeah. That's, that's a sweet touch. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> when it's like... darker, it works better, okay? <laughs> <laughs> he turned it. It is like 900 degrees outside, sunny as hell. This dude turned these extra lights on. Extra lights on, man. We got to do it. It definitely helped the vibe. For yeah, sure. yeah. Um, but yeah, creating that energy for uh, the guests in a way that kind of relaxed them more. Because you got to understand, right? A lot of the people that we have on never did this before right. most people never did this before. Yeah, we yeah, never yeah. did this we didn't well, go yeah. to school for this Absolutely. um no. and so it's kind of something that you and believe me the way i'm talking now is not how it all started one of the the funny the, the thing i i want to say before you said uh, giving people a message of hope is have the ability to laugh at yourself oh yeah and that was one of the biggest things where i took myself so serious right uh, with all this other business stuff that we're doing because I had to hit a specific goal that I didn't hit and basically my expectations didn't meet reality which then leads to complete frustration right and so I was always frustrated yeah you know I always had smoke coming out of my ears uh but having to every time we talk about the first couple episodes what do we do we start laughing yeah because it's funny you have to laugh yeah. at yourself yeah, yeah it's yeah, hilarious yeah. that we thought we had something you know but also 
that comes with a little bit of confidence of where you are now. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's 100%. hard to laugh at yourself when you're <laughs> when, when you're like, damn, I wanted that to be perfect and it wasn't. But when you finally yeah, get it perfect and you look, yeah. you're like, oh, it For wasn't sure. that big of a deal. So you got to sure. kind of give yourself time. But even yeah. though I said we probably thought we were putting a great product out. One thousand percent. Confident. <laughs> we were yeah. so confident in ourselves, but. If, if we didn't laugh at ourselves, sure. we wouldn't have been able to survive. Right. And yes, maybe that in the beginning, we had to do that very seriously or no one else was going to take us seriously. So I'm not saying walk around like everything's one big joke, yeah. uh, but yep. laugh at something else. Right. Laugh at yourself for something goofy you did or said in front of, you know, something embarrassing or whatever. Or your card gets like declined at a grocery store. You know? <laughs> that happens to everybody. Oh, yeah. Yeah. At the moment, is it funny? No. no. <laughs> but later on, you're like... That's funny. Like, yeah. if you actually think about it, yeah. well, I really thought I had money in my bank. <laughs> so, that's only one part of, you know, everything that you guys are doing. Now yeah. you got the Bless brand. Yeah. Um, and the Bless brand obviously has to grow. Yeah. Um, what's next for the Bless brand? So, it's funny because what we we always talk about is a lifestyle. It's this We really live this. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, it's part of the podcast. Um, not just a, quote, sponsor. So the whole part about the location would be to actually have, um, if possible, maybe a storefront or, yep. uh, but it's also where we do the podcast. It's that location okay, is where you, ca- it's a vibe. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. you're going to catch a vibe. It all way. ties in. Yes. Yeah. And so everyone there, you know, is, we well, some guys. W shirts there for sale. Exactly. <laughs> um, but it's, oh, I say, we I live I this. One. <laughs> <laughs> we live this. And so, uh, so for the blessed lifestyle brand. It's beyond clothing. Like I always yep. say, this is not a clothing brand. This mm-hmm. is a lifestyle brand. So right. I have a book on the way. Uh, so I'm currently writing a book. It's going to be called Blessed. Um, and it kind of gives you some insight to what we're talking today mm-hmm. uh, on how to overcome specific obstacles um, and whatever life you know throws at you, that there's still hope right. and you can overcome it. Now, it's not probably going to look the way you thought it was going to look, uh, but you know the potential is there. Uh, anyway, so that's the Blessed Lifestyle brand is going to go from t-shirts to a book to events that I want to have motivational speakers come and talk, have classes. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is a life. I mean, this is a lifestyle. This I truly live this. And that's the reason why it lasted. It's because it's not something that I did for money. Right. Um, it's something because I lived it and it might as well show the world. It's a movement. Someone's going to benefit from yeah, it. Yeah, it's a movement. Exactly. Um. Now, before I ask you guys to let everybody know where they can reach you and all that, I want to ask you both individually. I'll start with Gabe. Mm -hmm. If you had one thing to tell someone that was getting into podcasts or not even, we don't even have to be that specific, that was getting into something, uh, what would be the motivational advice that you would give them? I think we say this a lot is that you just kind of have if it's something you're truly interested in, just do it. It's like you just have to start because mm-hmm. then all the the very specific the the specificity of it, you'll learn that along the way, and you'll get better at it. Because obviously, like we always joke, we say we're terrible in the beginning. We got better along the, uh, as we kept doing it, mm-hmm. and then there's a practice that goes along that. But the biggest thing is just to start doing it. Like right. at least figure it out to some degree. Like whether it be like post a video, post a right. just do a, a small recording or something. Even if it's specifically like podcasting. We just got to start. Yeah. Just get the ball rolling. Yeah. Yeah. Because then you'll figure it out as you go. Jimmy? Um, find your fire, man. Uh, if you know your why, yeah. you know why you're doing something, you can, You have the ability to chin check yourself. I knew why I was doing 20 businesses that failed because it was for money. 
Mm-hmm. And there's a reason why they failed. Right, uh, right. Because right. my intentions were awful. Uh, but then when my why, you could tell I literally am blessed. I, we really are rotated views. We live this. Yeah. I knew my why, where we're going, where we're headed, the excitement about it. Listen, you can't touch that. You can't touch that fire. No one can. You, you touch it, you're going to get burnt. Because, yeah, right, right. And it's something, it's an energy though that you, it, it's, it's magnetic. You know, and the, the, tough, the tough times, the reason why I want to say the why is because the tough times, knowing your why is going to allow yeah, you to get through. Right. You saying that, <laughs> it, 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 it just put a light bulb. Because I'm like, I'm competing with the other boxing gym. Mm, yeah. Not going to lie. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a comp- competition. Yeah. But I'm not trying to compete with Rotative View. <laughs> right. I, I'm inviting them on the show. Right. So that's where you brought me to. I'm like, yo, yeah. you know, there's some people that I want to be. But there's some people that I want to be a part of, of course, their sir. movement because we have like-minded yes. uh, ideas and ideology. Yeah. And I appreciate you guys for even considering being on a young black suburban. It means a Absolutely. lot to me. Um, I enjoy being on your show. Likewise, I might do it a little different format. You didn't get a itinerary like these yeah. guys do. <laughs> hey, look, if you go on rotated views, you're getting an itinerary. They're talking about what you're talking about, how the quotes that they're going to talk about, yeah. everything, man. You're getting everything, which... Is professional. It's the way that it should be. Um, and I appreciate you. I want you guys to know that I watch what you do and that you guys give me ideas. I bite off of you. I told you I try to be Jimmy. I can't yeah, be yeah, Jimmy. No, for sure. I can't um, be Jimmy either. <laughs> and, and you guys uh, have a great message, and I really appreciate Rotated Views, the blessed brand. How can people find you guys uh, on social media? Oh, man. So it's Rotated Views at... It's at Rotated on Facebook, Views on Facebook, on, on, Facebook. Uh, yeah. on IG and Facebook. Yep, and for the podcast, you any major ones that you can go on Google Play, Google, um, iTunes, iTunes, and on Spotify. Um, and if there's any random ones, you can always Stitcher. ask us. And I've, I've, yeah, there's like five or six other ones that I've, I've applied to and I just post in there. So. Right, right. So I don't know. I think the names specifically yeah, at the moment, but, but so pretty much type in rotated any major views. podcasting platforms. You can find us on. Let's we have a weird your, name. So something. once you literally type in Google, if you type in rotated views podcast, literally automatically pops up. Mm. It's a, such a I don't yeah. know why or how we landed with that. We got yeah. lucky, I guess. That's great. Um, but for the blessed lifestyle brand, it's literally B L three ssed.com um you can find and support us there. Yeah. All purchases made on my website. A portion goes to uh, charity. So. Um, that was another thing that we're huge uh, believers in. If we anchor in what we're doing to provide and help the good, uh, I think we're only going to get better. Right. And individually, how can they find you? So my name is super unique, as you guys now know. Yeah. Uh, my name is Jimmy Lee Velez. So it's Mr. Jimmy Lee Velez uh, is my handle for Instagram. And if you type in Jimmy Lee altogether, you're going to find it on Google uh, or uh, Facebook. Well, my G is... The G-Man. The G-Man. <laughs> the G-Man. Right, okay. The G-Man 1103. 83. 83. Oh, 83. Yeah. Is that your birthday? That's, yeah, my year. Thirty seven. Month and year. 37. Will we? Oh, we're the same age. We're the same age. I was going to say I'm 30 this year, but yes. Jordan's looking at us like, man, a bunch of old guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. old people. He's like, I hope I'm not like this when I'm older. This is why they're drinking that box wine. That's it. That's great. Well, guys, I appreciate you coming on the show. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, rotated views, blessed brand right. coming on the Young Black Suburban. We got. We'll see you guys on the next one. I appreciate it. Blessed.
Thank you, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. I appreciate it.